What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Revived, episode number two. I am your host, as always, Shane Craig, and joining me is the lovely Jesse Craig. Hello. We're back again one week later. Hope you guys enjoyed our inaugural episode, our first episode of the of the new old podcast. Looks like it did pretty well. Um, we're sitting at several hundred downloads already, which is amazing. So thank you guys so much for the the quick response, all the downloads, all the subscriptions you've already gotten. Uh, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Again. Again, for the second time. <laughs> so like usual, we're going to start off today with uh, talking about what we've been playing for the last week, what we've been up to. So personally, I have been playing something I don't usually play and I don't usually enjoy, but I, I'm trying it for the umpteenth time. Um, I, I recently got the remaster of Skyrim. And if you've seen on the YouTube channel, I've been streaming my progress there. I've gotten probably four, four and a half hours worth of streamed content. And that is all I've played. I've not played it without streaming it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a decent ways in. Um, it started off a little bit rocky because I, I'm an idiot. And I was <laughs> like, well, I'm going to, I hate that stupid carriage ride. So I'm going to install this mod that'll let me skip the carriage ride. And uh, you basically pick, like, oh, like you're going to start, you know, in this town. And, I, you know, just a bunch of random towns. <laughs> I don't know what they are. All these made-up words. So I just picked one. <laughs> and it put me in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I'm like, what, what's my quest? What am I supposed to be doing? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> There's no quest line because you just started in the middle of nowhere. So I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> so I'm wandering around, and I'm looking for this fucking place that I couldn't find and and uh, so then I googled <laughs> how do you start the main quest line it's like oh you gotta go to this place then you get Helgen and then you gotta mm. go to Whiterun so it's like alright well Helgen's a very far <laughs> trek so I just started walking and uh, yeah some funny stuff happened I got attacked oh. by wolves a lot and people and I didn't know that I had magic <laughs> I just had magic already and I didn't I had no idea so I'm just hitting stuff with you know maces that I found and I'm I'm could have made things much easier on myself, but my, my attempt to make things uh, easier <laughs> made things considerably more difficult. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten a chance to watch all of it because I've been working uh, every day this past week, it feels like. Um, but I did, I happened to get really lucky and go on my lunch break, like, probably about half an hour after you had started uh, streaming it. Mm -hmm. And I just saw it pop up on my phone. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to see this. So I started watching immediately. And I'm like, this guy don't know fucking anything about this. And I really feel like that mod may have been for, like, seasoned players. Probably. Or at least someone who had played the game a little Probably. bit before. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, I know exactly where you need to go. What I'm you need asking to do. in the chat. I'm like, like it was, what was that place called you needed to go? Fagin' Dragon? <laughs> Bag and Dragon? Uh, ragged flag. <laughs> ragged flag. Okay. <laughs> fucking dying. And I was like, I'm like the map. Okay, the map in Skyrim sucks dick. It is so bad. <sighs> it's a terrible, terrible map. Okay, but you had like the local map pulled up, and that's where yeah. I was. I was local. I was in the town, <laughs> and it just you, you oh, can't. Uh, there's no sense of like. It's like okay, so this place they've got a mark on it in that spot but you go there and it's not there it's like oh well it's it's underneath there yeah how am i supposed to know that yeah 
Who could possibly know it's uh, it's in the ground somewhere? Well, it's, it's intuitive. No, it's not. It is. It's not into. It's it, the opposite of. In, it's not no. intuitive. It's intuitive for people who have who have played exploration <laughs> games. You just keep walking. So you would have gotten to the siding where that river is in Riften, and you would have been like, "It's not here." Let me look down, and then you jump down. You're in the river, and then there's a door right underneath the. Why would I jump? Why would I do that? Because that's exactly what I thought. Why would did. I jump off of a thing? Because I was like, I don't know, maybe it's down here. <laughs> if you would have explored instead of just like running around like a crazy person. Well, I thought, you know, there are doors. <laughs> it's like you could have walked around the town, really taken a look at everything, nope, nope. seen a, a staircase that goes below the main dock. I did see a staircase that went down below the dock later, yeah. but I didn't in any way think. Because you're running around oh, like a crackhead. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know where I was supposed to be. The game doesn't tell you anything. <sighs> God, yeah. So that's pretty funny that you spent like literally two hours Probably. just getting to the main area yeah it to took start me a, over where you could have just been it was about it was a li- right around an hour yeah what it took me to get to the beginning of skyrim see i know that that sequence is rough with the carriage but it really guides you that that intro guides well, once a new i player. got once i got there i was okay and then i was like <laughs> okay so now i gotta go to white run and do that and i did that and i killed a dragon but and i the la i left off i went and i talked to the beardy guys and they taught me how to yell <laughs> I have not seen that, so... <laughs> so, I made it that far. It, you know, I don't know. Uh, there's got to be, like, um, Daniel was watching. He was in the one of our one of our friends that's also trying to be a YouTuber as well. He he um, he um he told me that I needed to download a mod that made the map when you... It would, like, somehow enhance the map. All right, that sounds cool. Because the map is terrible in that yeah. game. It is yeah, so it is pretty bad. bad. I'm trying to get up to the yeah. Beardy guys... And I'm like, I don't know. It's on a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, is there a trail? How do I get there? That took me like another hour just to figure out how the fuck to get up the mountain. Yeah. You know? And I, I've done that before, years ago. And I had the same problem. I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to get up there. <laughs> so I'm like following a trail. I'm like, and I'm like, I think this is it. I'm like, nope, this isn't it. This is taking me or just kind of parallel to the mountain. It doesn't go up the mountain. <laughs> ridiculous oh god game is not for me but i'm I'm trying to enjoy it and hopefully people have enjoyed watching me try to enjoy it well i think it's glorious so as long as someone's enjoying it it's really all all that matters um well i've been playing my time at porsche which is uh kind of like a stardew valley like game if you took stardew valley um, and a little bit of Animal Crossing, a little bit of Harvest Moon, and just jammed it all into one, then that is the game that I've been playing, which I haven't played in a long time. I've got, I mean, I have to have like maybe 100 hours or something into it, right. but it's a very peaceful, relaxing game. You'd probably hate it because it's... I think I tried it. Did you really? Very briefly. I think I did. Yeah. But the so like with yeah, that I game, I think what's most irritating about it is anytime that you have to craft something, like the crafting on it is just like so intense. Mm. Like it's not simple. Like you don't just grab like two things and then just make it. Like you have to make the ingredients and then okay, yeah. But anyways, it is a big beautiful game. It's funny because it's it's cutesy looking. Like it, it is. looks like it would be like a streamlined version of something like well, that. Well, it's not as bad as something like Graveyard Keeper, which is like horrible because it doesn't give you any instructions on how to craft anything. 
Like, the steps involved in that game are, like, crazy difficult. But I do love that game, too. But it's also not as simple as, like, Stardew Valley. Um, it's it's one of those games you're in it for the long haul. Like when you're trying to be friends with the villagers around you, mm-hmm. like you don't just give them like one thing and gain a heart. Like you're consecutively giving these people something every single day. You have to go on play dates with them to get them to like you. Oh my god! They're like, I don't fucking talk to strangers, buddy. <laughs> you gotta court Who's, me. <laughs> who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's a good game though. The music's really relaxing. It kind of gives me like a Wind Waker vibe too. Yeah, I could I could see that. So, and they're uh, I think they're working on a a sequel or mm. a spinoff game or more content or something, which I'm always down for. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been out for a minute, so mm. that makes sense. And I think it did pretty well. I think it got it got a release on the Switch. I think Is slow right? burn. Yeah, it was a really slow yeah. burn. Some of these indie titles, like that, to me, when I explain to people why I game on a PC instead of anything else. It's because, uh, okay, the perfect example is the continued existence of PUBG. Mm-hmm. PUBG came out as an early access game, you know, what, two years before it made it to consoles? So by yeah, the time it took it made a while. It, by the time it made it to console, it was the, the, the peak was already over on, on mm-hmm. PC. You know, you get these indie games that have these really long development cycles, these slow burns. Mm-hmm. And you get to jump in before they they make it to... The, it's like the console, by the time they make it to the console, they're already dying. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get, like, a good version of it, but sometimes you get a last-ditch effort. It's like the game's going great, they're making money, and they're like, we're going to make a console version. And then, like, midway through the, through development, they're like, okay, it's not as great as it used to be. The, the curve has now begun to mm-hmm. be on the decline. So you kind of get this, like a, like a last gasp is the yeah. console version that comes out, and it's usually ported by someone else. And it, I don't know. To mm-hmm. me, if you like these independent games, you like these kind of different sorts of games. PC is where you are going to find those sorts of games for sure. Well, I would definitely. Here's my thing. I bought my time at Porsche also on the Switch. I can't play it on the Switch. I cannot fucking play it on the Switch. I can't play Stardew Valley on the Switch. Yeah. It just does not feel right. Like, I'm trying to control this character, but I've played so much on PC that I'm just like, I can't fucking do it. Like, it feels really awkward. Yeah, exactly. So, unfortunately, I've wasted a little bit of money on that and on Stardew Valley on Switch. But if you can do that, go for it. But it's much faster and much better on PC. So, some news broke just the other day via a tweet from Tom Holland that production is about to begin, I guess I should say filming is about to begin finally on the Uncharted movie. I think they've gone through, what, three or four iterations trying to make this movie? Um, See, I don't, like, I actually have not done that much research into any of it. I just, I know the other day we were talking about it and, and Tom Holland came up and I was like, oh, it's wonderful, he'd be great. Um, but I had heard the rumors for a long time, mm-hmm. but I was just like, oh, yeah, well, they talked about doing a Last of Us movie, or the Last of Us Last movie. Last of Us is going to be a TV show on HBO. What the fuck? See, I don't even know yep. what's happening Apparently anymore. that's happening. But, Charter movie. It's about to start filming. This is actually legit. Mark Wahlberg had been attached to it off and on the entire time. Apparently, he was down to do it the entire time. I assumed that he was going to be playing Nathan Drake. 
He's but, a little silvery now. But now, with Tom Holland being on board, and it's now going to be some sort of an origin story where it's going to be a young Nathan Drake. How old is Tom Holland? I was going to ask you that. I feel like we, I feel like I, I I feel like it seems like he's young, but he's probably in his he got in his early twenties, right? Okay, I'm going to guess he is twenty three. I think that's probably a probably a fair guess. Let's see here. Tom Holland is twenty four years old. <gasps> oh, I was Very close. close. Nice. So he's gonna be playing a young Nathan Drake, and it is—I I guess it's confirmed. It's on IMDb that um, Mark Wahlberg is gonna be playing Sully. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. So depending on how where they go with this, it could be quite interesting. They've also got listed on IMDb um, Antonio Banderas playing someone, but they don't have him listed as who he's gonna be. Just he's, that he's gonna attached be, to the movie. He's gonna be Navarro or whatever who the know, fucking I mean, bad guy from the first one. Who knows? I mean, it, it's hard to say. You know, how can and are they gonna keep things? I mean, is this gonna be, you know, how 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 far back are they gonna mix things up? You really can't tell. I hope they keep it canon. I'm so over video game movies being like disjointedly. Um, Mixing up different yeah. parts of the story. I did not watch the Tomb Raider movie. I won't watch the Tomb Raider movie. The, the new one. Yeah, just because I'm not interested. I don't like the casting choice. Um, I know that they pretty much, for the most part, followed the plot of the reboot game. But I also feel like they kind of fucked around with the story a little bit from what I read. Yeah. So I don't know how much I want them to fuck around with well, the origin here too they probably are because they've casted somebody to play chloe and chloe doesn't well i guess she it's hinted that they've known each other for a while right i think they He'd have known her longer than he knew uh elena elena because yeah. she chloe showed up and they they already knew each other yeah so who knows we don't really know how that story went God, who did they cast as chloe sophia ollie i don't i don't know i need to see her i don't face. know her um but yeah, I mean she oops. She looks she fits Ooh, the, I like her. She fits yeah. she fits the bill. Okay. She looks like Chloe. So I yeah. mean good good job there. I'm 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 intrigued. I don't you know, I'm I'm man, video game movies uh usually suck. Uh, always suck. I can't <laughs> usually think of, always suck. Can't think of one that I liked. But I mean this is a really good cast. Hey, I'll put it this way. I really did enjoy the original Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie. Because they were already coming off of a very vague franchise anyways. They weren't great, but I did enjoy them. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were somewhat enjoyable. Right, I was going to say the (laughs) the nostalgia goggles may be pretty thick on that one. Yeah, but I won't won't rewatch them now. (laughs) Probably a good idea to not rewatch them now. So, on this Uncharted movie, what else do you know about it? That's, I mean, that's really about it. I, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of other information out there. Just that we're about to start. I think you know, R- Ruben Fleischer is the director. He did some stuff like, I think he did some like, um, kind of nerd culturey kind of stuff. If I'm not mistaken, how are they gonna? How are they going to translate the humor is what I'm curious about because that is something that just naturally flows in the Uncharted games through the through the the dialogue, like, as you're playing the game. I wonder how that's going to work. If they're just going to do, like, a big action-y, like, boom, boom, explosions, I'm being chased by it's a bad guy kind of thing. got to have the dialogue. So he did the recent Venom movie. He did the sequel to 
Zombie Land. Okay, I haven't watched any of those. It looks like he's re- he did the original Zombie Land as well. Oh, that was he, a good one. Um, I mean, you know, not like he's got a, a huge, a huge catalog of great films. But I also I mean, want to know how Zombie Land has good dialogue, good good banter. So I mean, it, you know, something there. It's character rich. Yeah. Um, I wonder how old, uh, Tom Holland his version whatever Nathan Drake I wonder how old he's supposed to be in the movie I mean hopefully he's you know gonna be just in his early 20s and we're we're really getting the story of him getting started I mean it could tell the story of I mean gonna refresh my memory here but in the in the early games the whole thing about taking his name from Sir Francis Drake Mm -hmm. that was all bullshit right uh well we found out that in Uncharted 4 but yes but he didn't he didn't know that? He... He did know that. I don't remember. I think in the origin... In, in Uncharted 4, it basically came out that it kind of was bullshit. Or maybe it came out of 3 and 4. But he was always playing it off like, Oh, like, yeah, uh, Francis Drake had uh, had children, but just they were, like, illegitimate, basically. Gotcha. gotcha. Because, you know... His wife never had I mean, actual you've, children. You've got Uncharted 4 showing the orphanage and, and his brother mm-hmm. and, you know, how much of this are we going to see? I don't know. Is his brother going to be in it? Who would play him? You know, who knows? We don't really know much. If you look at the IMD, IMDB page, those four people I mentioned, that's who we know that's going to be casted. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm even cautiously optimistic. Oh. I hope that it's going to be good, but I'm not like, I don't know. Damn, dude. What about this, uh, this TV show with The Last of Us? I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, no, I don't. I um, I know next to nothing about that. I guess I could give it a, a quick, a quick Google and see if we can see who's been casted. But I know The Last of Us HBO. But I, I know what that it's apparently fuck? happening. I mean, it's better than a movie, I guess. But it also gives them more time to fuck things up too. So let's pull up IMDb here. Um, it is. I think. I think it's being. Yeah. So I think it's being written by. Neil Druckmann, I think he's involved, cool. which should really help. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. It's gonna be the main main characters or directors John Jo Johan Rink. I don't Ooh. I don't know I don't know movies. Starring says to be con, to be determined. To be contundered. To be contundered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of updates. Don't really have anybody cast on. Yeah, nobody cast yet. So mm-hmm. we don't know anything. We just know that it's happening. Okay. Apparently, Druckmann's going to be involved. That should help. It's about all we know, unfortunately. I want that to also be um, uh, origin. Like, I want to see if it's going to be a TV show. I want to see uh, the 25 years after the outbreak between, mm-hmm. you know, Joel losing his daughter and him meeting Ellie. What he was up to then. Yeah. That would exclude Ellie from the story until she doesn't need later to be on. in it. It might be interesting to see that story retold mm-hmm. from the game, but yeah, it would also be cool to see what the hell what the hell's going on. Yeah, I think they missed the boat. They should have done this before. And God, that yeah, Maisie, that was so Maisie long ago. Williams' girl wanted to do it, and she was she would have oh, been perfect. She would have been perfect. She'd have been a very good Ellie. So usually, neither one of us are big Xbox people. Never really have been. But some of the stuff that Microsoft is doing with their next consoles and with their games in general, I'm actually, like, really intrigued by, and I'm really happy that someone is 
someone is doing. So for a while we had um, we had Microsoft. Okay, so let, let me let me let me just jump back. Yeah, I want you to do that. So basically, <laughs> what they're doing is they are slowly pushing things towards consoles behaving the same way as PCs. So on your in the PC world, you go on Steam, you buy your game, you pay for it there. You can sign into Steam and you can play it on your desktop, your laptop, your other computer, wherever you want to play it, you just sign in and you download it. All those computers have different hardware. Well, you can just tweak your settings and get it to run and you know your your save is going to upload to the cloud and you're just going to play wherever. It's going to look different, it's going to run different. Maybe this computer runs at 1080p and 60 fps, maybe your laptop only does it at 30. Maybe this computer's 4K, you know, maxed out settings. But you're going to play the game no matter where you're at, and it's going to fit... The, the, the water is going to fit the bowl it's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. So they started off slowly with this thing with the whole Xbox Game Pass thing where you would pay a subscription and you could play, you know, you get all these games that are in, this, in the subscription. You can play it on your Xbox or some of them are compatible on PC. So one Game Pass... You get all those games, play them on your PC, play them on your Xbox. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that the saves even even uh, synced. I'm not 100% there, yeah. but I think that they did. That was pretty cool. Well, now, with the Xbox Series X, there is a rumor that there's going to be an Xbox Series S as well, which will essentially be a step down in performance, and it will be cheaper. So you'll have the Series X for your top-end people that want 4K maxed-out settings, You'll have the Series S for people that just want to play the game. And the Xbox One will still exist. And mm. what they're doing is they have a thing called Smart Delivery. Where, let's say you buy the new Gears of War. And you have an Xbox One. You buy it on there. You go to the store and you download it. It's going to give you the... Ex- well, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not even 100% sure that the new Gears is going to be on Xbox One. But just okay. play along with me. Not Xbox people. But I like what they're doing. Just play along. So let's assume it's on Xbox One as well. You download it there. You're going to get the Xbox One version. It's going to run. It's going to be fine. Then later on, you buy the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Well, you go to the store and you download it. Guess what? You're going to get the Xbox Series X version. You're going to get the version that's going to be maxed out with all the features. Okay. You don't have to buy it again. It's not like... They're just going to upgrade it. You're just going to upgrade it. You're going to get the version that is appropriate for your mm-hmm. system. Okay, so no more like definitive versions. Yeah. This version, that version. The whole definitive edition thing Ugh. is strictly a console thing. And it's yeah. and it's a, it's a stopgap for the fact that hardware changes. Yeah. So instead of doing that, Microsoft is saying, hey, all of our first party software, our games, you buy it. And you just download it wherever. Let's say in your living room you've got an Xbox One. In your kid's room he has a Series S and you have a Series X. You can download your game on all three. It's mm-hmm. going to download the appropriate version. And you're going to play it. And it's gonna your, your progress will jump between systems. I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. The shitty thing is, is that that's PC gaming. And you know, we've had that. Yeah. We've had that for yeah. a decade or more. Whatever. It's been a long time. Well, good but for it's here now. People. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. And, I mean, Sony's going to have to respond to this in some way. I mean, they way. need to, really. Like. It's, it's been kind of wild to watch how, you know, I feel like Sony had all of the goodwill and all of the momentum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that um, The Last of Us Part Two has sold very well. It's done really well. 
But it feels like Microsoft is the one right now going out of their way to really mm-hmm. cater to gamers. Yeah. And to do all these cool things. And they're not only that, Which but they're... Which used to be really a Sony thing. Was a Sony thing through the end of the PS3 and PS4 beginning. Yeah, that was, that was Sony. Mm-hmm. But now Microsoft is leveraging. It's really smart because for a long time, it was like, you know, Microsoft makes Windows. So mm-hmm. they're cool with you gaming on your Windows device because they own that too. Yeah. So then it became this thing of like, well, is can PC gaming, is it going to cannibalize... Xbox, you know, are they going to compete with each other? Are you going to get to a world where it's like Xbox is suffering because Windows gaming is doing well? Well, they're trying to find a way to get ahead of that yeah. and to, to, to basically make it so that they're one and the same. Yeah. And that's really I smart. I mean, if it comes to a point where their console just turns, I mean, it, it is a computer, obviously. But if it gets to a point where it's more like. I mean, are they going to just verge into a PC at some point, you know, and just have more like... Essentially, right now, the only thing that makes it makes the Xbox Series X not just a desktop computer is that it isn't running yeah. Windows. Yeah. And, I mean, it's running a different a different software. It's yeah. a, probably a custom-made Linux kernel yeah. or some, some sort of Unix, which, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, you're, you're running x86 architecture you're running the the ps4 Mm -hmm. is a computer it it Mm -hmm. is it is running desktop hardware with game quote unquote game system software all it is anymore is just like an easier plug and go kind of pc for people who are not they don't build their pc they don't want to buy a pc so they just plug it into the tv and go do we ever get to a place where the, the xbox series x runs a heavily skinned a shell within windows how cool and you would that can be? you can you know close the shell and now you're in a mm-hmm. Windows desktop environment. That would be a really cool way to to reach out to people. I mean, you've got Steam's uh, big picture mode. Yeah. Which big picture mode literally is big picture as in a TV. Yeah. So they're like, okay, if you plug your computer up to a TV, you go into big picture mode, and mm-hmm. now you have a uh, you know big icons, easier mm-hmm. to sit at a distance. And now we're gonna make a Steam controller, mm-hmm. which was a huge failure. But anyways, hmm. that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. They were trying to tap into that, you know, game system, computer yeah. converging sort of thing. Microsoft is in but arguably a better position to further that oh, sort of yeah. idea. Yeah. I had a thought the other day that is probably probably stupid as shit, but it made me laugh when I thought about it. I made a, a video about what the uh, Nintendo Switch Pro is probably going to be like. Mm-hmm. And somebody commented kind of jokingly like that they wanted, you know, a 4K screen and they just wanted the super <laughs> premium device. And then they laughed and said, it's not going to happen, but it would be, yeah. it'd be cool if they did something like that. Yeah. Well, that got me thinking. So the Nintendo Switch is running on an NVIDIA Tegra processor and it's running basically a heavily modified version of Android because that's what the Tegra chip is built to run okay like the nvidia shield box you we watch tv through mm-hmm. is the same it's a slightly customized version of that same chipset yeah so the nintendo switch is in a way an android <laughs> tablet with <laughs> controllers attached to it right yeah so you can tell too no i'm kidding well you i mean kind of so i i got to thinking um 
you know, you've got these devices like the, I think it's called Razer Kishi, and some of the people made things where you basically attach controllers to either side of your smartphone, and people are like, oh, it's it's basically a Nintendo Switch. And yeah, they're, they're, basically. They're more right than they might even realize. Yeah. So what if this is never in a million years going to happen, but just imagine, just imagine this. Nintendo partners with, let's say... Asus because they make really good gaming phones like okay. the ROG, like the ROG phone three yeah. ROG phone two you know high end gaming phone they partner with Asus and they make the Nintendo phone the Nintendo phone <laughs> and it's so it's a it's a smartphone with a is a big ass screen like you know big six plus inch like uh, Galaxy S twenty plus giant fucking screen okay, it's a yeah. giant phone. And and they put the USB-C port on the side, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to put your controllers mm-hmm. on either side. And they make a little, like a li- it'd have to be done, I don't know, maybe just straight up magnetically. Maybe it like would wrap around the edges a little bit. But you take a Joy-Con and just go doop, doop, and stick them onto the sides of your phone. It'd have to be a good magnet or something that would mm-hmm. lock it in place. I don't know how they'd work that out. But it would be a, just an Android phone with like super high end, you know, the latest Snapdragon 865 Plus overclocked. Put a fucking fan in there like some of these people are doing that, that lets the phone cool itself, a little mm-hmm. vent on the side. We'll just make a case for it. Just pop your phone No, in it's got to be all hardware. It's got to okay. be part of the phone. Okay. And maybe like a pop up camera, but it's on the side too. It pops up out of the side. Oh so my when God. you're gaming, it would like, you know, you could it'd look at you. You could like stream that way. I know you want me to say that sounds awesome, but it sounds, it sounds horrible. It sounds terrible, but I, I would it. love to see it. I, I want to see what that would be like. Okay. A Nintendo phone with uh, Joy-Cons I, attached so the to the side. So the only thing I liked about that was the pop-up camera on the side. Lenovo, apparently, is a rumor that Lenovo is making... They've got their uh, Legion line for gaming. Okay. Apparently, Lenovo is going to make a, a quote-unquote Legion phone, and it's going to have a, a pop-up camera on the side on for the that side? exact reason. Okay, well, I want to look at Which that. Which is smart, because, yeah. I mean, if you're... Good Lord. Like, if you... Okay. If you just look on YouTube, if you type in PUBG, you get a handful of people playing the PC game, a handful of people playing the console game... And 150 million people, largely from India, playing the mobile game. The mobile game is making literally, with a B, billions of dollars. It is not just... Okay, PUBG for a minute was the biggest game on the planet. The mobile game dwarfs PUBG at its biggest. It's horrible. It's unbelievable. We live in our our ivory tower of of oldness, and we're like, oh, those stupid mobile games... Everyone is playing them, and especially people in Eurasia, or I guess I should say more specifically Asia and mm-hmm. India, that kind of area. It is a colossal thing over there because mm-hmm. think about it like this. Smartphones have gotten cheap. Yeah. You can get a, a phone that is capable of playing PUBG Mobile or Fortnite or whatever. I'm sure there's a game out there that's as big as both of those that I've never even heard of because <laughs> why would I have? But you can, like, okay, like, you've got the Xiaomi Mi 9T Pro. That mm-hmm. phone, you could have that phone for $300. It's got a Snapdragon 855, and it could run PUBG Mobile at pretty good settings, probably close to maxed out. You can get that phone for cheap. And now you have a phone and a game system. Yeah. We don't understand that, you know, these people, a lot of the time, 
it's unrealistic to expect them to have bought a gaming computer yeah. or a $400 gaming system that only plays games and maybe watches TV mm-hmm. when they could get a $200 budget phone that can play PUBG Mobile. Of course they're going to play it. It's free. It's colossally popular. So this idea of a gaming phone sounded really dumb to me for a long time. But it's not dumb. It's actually brilliant. No, it's it's not it's not dumb. It's dumb I guess to like me. for me, like I just I can't fathom because I've tried to do it. I tried to play PUBG Mobile a few times. I think with you to see if I could. I can't play it either. On and I'm just like the fuck. It's like not- I'm touching my screen. Like screen controls. Ugh, I, I start, just want to vomit. I have a weird problem too when I when I've tried to play it where I'm staring at a tiny screen for that long. I start getting like a like almost like motion sickness. Yeah. Like like it starts to really like maybe yeah. nauseated. It's very strange. There's something yeah. about that like eye strain level mm-hmm. being increased because I'm staring into. I mean, it's I- like back when we used to have those little TVs. Yeah, but what's weird is, like, I can play my Switch. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me. So there, there's something about PUBG Mobile. Maybe, maybe there's other... I don't know, but there's something yeah. about it. Where I made a video the other day um, uh, playing the new map because PUBG Mobile got its got an exclusive map, and I wanted to see if it was any good. Oh, really? Spoiler alert, it's very good. Like, okay. I would love to have that map on the regular PUBG. But I was trying to play it on there. And by the end of it, I was like, I don't feel well. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling good anymore. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Because, I mean, this my, my OnePlus 7 Pro screen is roughly the same size as the Switch. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem there? I don't know. I don't it's know. A, it's a little bit like more it. narrow. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. My eyes, my brain was not, not a fan of that at all. Ugh. All right, guys. I think that brings us to the end of another episode. So, 